It's about being that positive influence, that light that will point each other back to our anchor and truth, which is God and his word. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friends, happy Faith Friday. I'm so excited because I have just really been having this overwhelming feeling about the need for doing more Faith Friday episodes and just talking more about God, even though I know that's what this entire podcast is about, but really just diving into how we can strengthen our faith even more. So I'm actually going to be doing a Faith Friday every week and alternate with Wellness Wednesday instead. So before I was doing Wellness Wednesday every week and Faith Friday every other week, but really feel led to do more Faith Fridays. So I'm really excited and I hope that you are looking forward to that too. Today I wanted to share with you two things that you need for an unbreakable spirit even during the toughest times, even during life's hardest storms. That combination is God's word and community. They go hand in hand, so let's talk about them. We're going to start with community because I feel like the value of this is often glossed over or overlooked. When I say community, I don't mean hundreds of friends. I am talking about quality friendships over quantity. A few solid friends who will stand in the gap for you when things are hard, who you have trust in, and there's mutual love, respect, and support. Friendship is really an important element in life, but it really truly is so important to have friends who will point you to truth and not just tell you what you want to hear. We don't want friends who will lead us into sin, false comfort, bad advice, gossip, and I feel like that is many friendships these days. We say that we're friends, but it's really just a surface level friendship and there's no fruit. Proverbs 4, 14 through 15 says, Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way. As Christians, we should choose to follow the path of the righteous because that path is the path that leads to relationship with God, which is our ultimate goal, right? We should surround ourselves with friends who will truly be there for us, who can console us, who will help us when we're in trouble, and who will be honest with us in a loving but stern way, and vice versa. We have to be there for our friends too. Friendship isn't all about making each other feel better or agreeing with each other. If someone is wrong, you can call them out in a kind way, and I feel like that is actually what separates us from 
the world is being honest and not just patting each other on the back and saying it's fine, it's okay when really it's not. If if someone is acting in an ungodly way, we should call them out on it. 1 Corinthians 15:33 says, "Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character." And I know we all heard this when we were kids, you are who your friends are. You are who you hang around with. And that couldn't be more true. So think about your circle of friends and are you just behaving like them? And is it who you want to be? One of the most beautiful biblical examples of friendship is David and Jonathan. David is the one who killed Goliath and was to be king. And Jonathan was the son of King Saul. King Saul wanted to kill David because he was to be the next king. But Jonathan was so loyal to his friend David that even over his own father, who had evil intentions to kill David, he actually told David of his father's plan so that David could flee. The Bible says that Jonathan loved David as himself. He even gave him his royal robes. So I just love that true friendship of Yeah, that's my dad, but if he wants to harm you, I'm going to give you a heads up. A couple of other examples. Paul often would begin and end his letters that he wrote in the New Testament with tributes to his friends, those who ministered to him, who loved him and prayed for him and supported him in his ministry. And you can see that all throughout the New Testament in the books that Paul wrote specifically. Jesus had a community here on earth, the 12 apostles, That was his tribe. Those were his people. He hand-selected those 12 men. And while we know that not all of them were good to Jesus, that was who he leaned on. That is who he ministered to. Our community can celebrate with us, support us, pray with us, encourage us. Our community should do good things with us and for us. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Isn't that beautiful? I love that scripture. Spurring each other on toward love and good deeds and encouraging one another. Not full of strife and bickering and gossiping. None of that. That is not how our biblical friendships should look. Those do not bear fruit. It's, a be, it's about being that positive influence, that light that will point each other back to our anchor and truth, which is God and his word. So for me, I am so blessed that over the last few years, I have created my community of women who are in the word and who could point me to truth, who will not just let me sit and complain and gossip with me, but turn me back to God. I am so grateful for that. I have my Celebrate Recovery community of women who I did a step study with, and they are really primarily the women that in in tough times I am turning to for advice and biblical truth. I now have our Bible study group that we're doing on Tuesday nights that came out of this podcast, the Wellness in the Word community, where 
there's, I think, 15 or 16 of us, and we're meeting on Tuesday nights, and we're growing in God together, and we are pointing each other back to God and just lifting each other up. It's so beautiful. I have the workshop that I'm doing with the ladies in there, and again, we're just learning and growing alongside each other. Even though I'm the one teaching in there, I get so much out of it, and in fact, they have blessed me just as much. So it's so important to just have those friendships rooted in Christ. And of course, I have my beautiful family, my mom and my sisters who always just uplift me. And I feel so lucky that I have been intentional about creating those friendships and relationships that I can pour into them and they can pour into me. And it's just so beautiful and so important. And I pray that you have that too. And if you don't, if you're looking at your relationships right now and you're thinking, man, I really need to evaluate my my relationships and my friendships that's okay and I just pray that if you need to do that if you're in that season that I know if you pray about it God will provide the right people in your life at the right time the second piece for you to have an unbreakable spirit in tough times is of course God's word we should read study cherish, apply, obey, and fully trust the Bible because it is God's word to us. 2 Timothy 3, 15 through 17 says, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. If you are a believer, you absolutely need to be in the Bible. You need to know God's word and what it says and let it be what guides your life, your behavior, your attitudes and actions. If you are a new believer or you're wondering what it means to be a believer, how can I be a believer? You need to read God's word so you know what it says and you can live your life accordingly. Psalm 119.105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That means that God's word is our guiding light. It's our guidepost. That is what we cling to. That is our truth for how we should live. The Bible is reliable, relatable, and real. So let's talk about each of those. Reliable. It's the rock. It's the rock on which we build our faith. I love this parable from Matthew 7, 24 through 27. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Anything but God's word and God's truth being our foundation is sinking sand. We cannot build our house, we cannot build our lives on sand because we will just sink in the bible we get to know truth we get to know god's character that's why it's reliable it teaches us how to live and love like jesus did the 
only perfect person who ever lived, Jesus. And the Bible gives us answer to life's biggest questions. If you've never really been in the Bible or dug into the Bible, you would be amazed because the Bible really does have everything in it about how to live a good life. It's relatable. The Bible isn't just a book. It's not just a book that is old and outdated. The Bible will never be out of date. There are so many Bible characters that you will be able to relate to and learn from. David, we already talked about him. He was a great man after God's heart. He was a good shepherd boy, right? He's the one who killed Goliath. He grew up to be a great man after God's heart. He was king because God put him in that position. And then what happens to David? He's a sinful man too. We all are. But what David did was commit adultery and ultimately murder. So he was a a man who was after God's own heart, but he is also a sinful man who did really terrible things. And we can learn from him. We can learn from him in many ways, obviously, about how to be a good man or woman after God's heart and also what not to do. I love that David was called a man after God's heart because David constantly turned back to God, even in his sin. And who does God come to save? The sinners. And spoiler alert, we are all sinners. So he comes to save all of us. When you get into the Bible, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, it's sometimes like a soap opera. And you're going to say, wow, I didn't even know that this was a book all about sinners and broken people and God restoring them. That's what it's about. And hello, that is so relatable for me and I'm sure for you. Last, it's real. This is not a fiction book, friends. These are true stories of real people who struggled and who God redeemed over and over. And these are true stories that can connect your heart with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is where we get to dig into who God is and know that he is with us and for us. So as we wrap up this episode, there are two things I want you to take away today. First, find your community. If you don't have one, you do right here with me and your sisters in Christ. That is what I've created Wellness and the Word for, was to help people get into the Bible and create community. Nobody should walk alone. We are all brothers and sisters, and I truly believe in the power of community and prayer, and I would love to be in community with you. So you're not alone, and I am here for you. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. That means we can sharpen or improve each other's characters, friends, by constantly pointing each other back to God's beautiful word. That scripture is actually kind of our anchor right now in our Bible study that we are going through. And it's just been really beautiful to see how we're lifting each other up and sharpening each other. Second, read God's word. Hide it in your heart, which means study it, memorize it, meditate on it. Those are the ways you will be able to begin applying it to your life. Meditation and application is the heart of my mission. Mark 13 31 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. God's truth will always be real, relatable, 
and reliable. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your good word. Thank you for this Bible that you have left with us to guide us through life, to help us live good, godly lives, to help us be more like you, to turn our hearts toward you. Father, I pray that today and every day moving forward, each of us would pick up the Bible and learn more about you and your character and in turn learn more about ourselves and who we can be and be that light in the world. Lord, I pray for anybody who doesn't feel that they have a community that you would bless them with a community, Lord, that you would have people show up divinely for them or that they would reach out to people to be that community, to carry them through true, godly believers and friends who will carry them through. Lord, thank you for this community of people. Let us grow closer together and let us grow closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening to Wellness and the Word. Please remember that you are never alone. God is always with you. And if you are looking for a community of people, please come join us over on Facebook at the Wellness and the Word community. Send me a message on Instagram. I'm here for you, truly. I would love to pray for you. I would love to be in community with you. God bless.